Hey friends, welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on becoming better followers of Jesus. If you're eager, like I am, to follow Jesus Christ, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. So we're continuing from Tuesday's episode talking about what difference does it make that God transcends all that you and I know? What are the pra- practical applications of God's transcendence? Well, let me give you a few things that came to mind as I was studying through this. First of all, it is humbling. Think about the fact that there is something greater than you. There's something higher than you, not in geographical location, but there is a being that is higher than you. He transcends all that you and I know. That should be humbling. You see, we're smart. I'm not not saying that I'm smart. Not trying to toot my own horn right, but human beings are smart. They're very capable. When you think about the technology, you see the buildings, you see uh, just everything that has been created and invented, the way stuff works. Human beings are very smart. But man in all his wisdom cannot compare even closely to God. So the idea that God transcends or he is above and beyond all that you and I know or can think. I mean, we have that beautiful verse in Isaiah 55 verses 8 and 9. He talks about how his, his ways, his, high, his thoughts, all of that is just higher. It's exalted above you and I. That it puts us in our rightful place. It is humbling, meaning it should remove pride. When we begin to be arrogant and think that we know better than God, that we can make decisions better than God, that we don't need Him in our life. Sometimes we get like that. You know, when things are going well, we begin to forget God. Why is that? Why is it that we constantly have trials? Why is it that we constantly have heartaches and sickness? Sometimes I wonder if it's just because we would not completely forget God. If God does not allow Satan to do what he does, sometimes because I have a feeling, and you may agree, you may disagree, but if you experience in your life, when do you pray the most? When do you desire God's presence the most? When do you seek after God the most? When do you spend the most time reading his word? Not all the time, but the vast majority is when something hard, trial, temptation, big decision, sickness, crisis, it's during those times that we find ourselves there, seeking Him. You see, if we're not careful, pride and arrogance swells up within us. But as we look at God and we consider, and I think the transcendence of God is something we can meditate on should meditate on, consider often, because it's humbling. It puts you and I in our right place. And then secondly, it causes reverence and worship. You see, we cannot treat God as an equal. We cannot think of God as an equal. We cannot put God on the same uh, uh, level playing field that you and I are on. You see, there should always be a sense of awe and wonder about God. You see, so many times we want to know everything there is to know about God. But if we knew everything there was to know about God, God would cease to be God. You and I would be gods. You see, there always has to be an element partial of mystery, an element of awe, an element of wonder. I mean, God has given us his word. It's final. It's settled. You and I can come back to it, read it, study it. Uh, What is it doing? It's telling us who God is. It's telling us what God is doing. It's telling us why we're here. 
And as we do that, as we seek to understand who God is, we can know a lot about Him. But there is so much that you and I cannot know. Why? Because He's infinite and we're finite. He is the potter and we are the clay. He is the great creator, the first cause of everything. He is the uncaused cause of everything. You and I are an effect from the cause. You and I are created from Him. And so as we look to God and we study about Him and we learn how He transcends everything, it should create a reverence in how we think of Him and about how we talk about Him. And when we walk into church, I think if we truly begin to think about where we're at, I know God's presence is everywhere, and maybe it should just happen in our daily lives, that we just literally have this awe and wonder because we know He's everywhere present. As a believer, His Holy Spirit is living in us. I think I forget that so often. I look for God's presence, and I pray for God's presence, and His presence is right there at that moment. And I understand when God manifests or reveals His presence, it's different then his presence just abiding there. But think about everyone in Scripture that had a personal encounter with God. What were the results? When you think about Abraham as the burning bush appeared, I mean, I'm sorry, Moses as the burning bush appeared, and God said, look, take off your shoes because the ground you're standing is holy ground. There's something different, and you're unable to approach just like you are. Uh, You have uh, Moses seeking to see God in all his glory. And God says, look, you're going to have to hide yourself in the cleft of the rock over here. I'm going to pass by you, but you can only see part of me. Because if you saw all of me, you just can't. And it put Moses in a state of worship, in a state of reverence. Isaiah chapter 6, I think about that when Isaiah saw the Lord. He said this, he said, uh, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings, and twain he covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. One cried unto another and said this, as they're seeing and experiencing this transcendent God, they said it's holy, 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 is the Lord of hosts. Look at this, the whole earth, It's full of His glory. Where do you and I live? The earth. What is full of His glory? Where do you and I live? The Bible said, And the post of the door moved at the voice of Him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Then said I, and here is Isaiah's response to seeing what he saw as he tries to describe it with our feeble language. He says, Woe is me, for I am undone because I am a man of unclean lips. Think about that. Everyone in Scripture who has a personal encounter with God were immediately in awe and had an immediate sense of their sin and are driven to their knees in worship. Why is this doctrine or this teaching or this attribute of God that He transcends everything important? What what difference does it make in our life? It should bring about a reverence as we think about God, as we talk about God, that our talk about God would not be flippant. Our worship in church would not be flippant. Why? Because this is the exalted, magnificent, As it says here, when they see him, all they can say is holy, holy, holy. Thirdly, God is unsearchable. You and I will never exhaust what can be known and learned about God. As a result, you and I should never get bored with God. 
there is the always the need and the desire to search him out. It really puts on that lifelong pursuit of pursuing God, seeking after God, learning more about God. What the whole idea of the podcast is, is taking our next step to do what? To get closer to him, to learn more about him, to serve him better. Why? Because God is unsearchable. If God was not, did not transcend and he's here, on, he's part of uh, earth or he's only present here, then yeah, we could attain up to him. And we can learn everything, but God is so beyond, and God is unsearchable. Fourthly, our values and our identity is not found in ourselves. It's found in the truth that God, the supreme, eternal being, created us, but He not only created us, He created us in His image. Though that image is distorted and mar and broken, it is not destroyed. And so your value who you are as a person, your purpose, your mission, your talents, all that is found where? In this God. And it's not just this God, it is your God. It is God Almighty. It is your Father. It is Jesus Christ, your friend. That's who this great God that transcends all things is. And so when you worry about your value as a human, you worry about your value to society, to your family, to your kids, to your classmates. It's not found in you. It's found in Him. When you struggle with your identity and you feel like you're going through an identity crisis or you can't quite find your identity, it's not found in your job. It's not found in your friends. It's not found in your spouse. Your identity is found in the truth that you are created in the God of the universe, the transcendent God, you're created in His image. And then lastly, fellowship with God cannot be obtained by making our way to God. You see, we cannot travel far enough to Him to build a friendship with Him. Why? Because He's here. That's where we keep the balance of transcendence and God's eminence in a perfect balance. God is out there. He's beyond, but He's present. But not only is he present, he's active. And if you remember, because he's active, he's personal. And so fellowship with God, our relationship with God, cannot be obtained by making our way to God. Salvation cannot be obtained by working your way to God. There is only one way you and I can approach this great transcendent God, and that is by the cross. Why? Because in his active, personal way, he became man on this earth, lived a sinless life was ridiculed, was beaten, was crucified on the cross, buried for three days, dead, and rose again. Why? For you. Because He loves you, He cares about you, and because He has always been previous in your life. Though God is far beyond us, God is always available to us. And you and I have that availability through the cross. I wondered if someone was to walk into the presence of God and then to come back out and talk to us right now, what would they say? How would their words be different? Or would they just be able to cry, as we read in Isaiah, holy, holy, holy is the Lord. As we consider His transcendence, it should make us realize just who He is and just who we are. And I believe this is an attribute or a characteristic or perfection of God that you and I can meditate on. 
because it keeps us in the right place with the right perspective. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, we would love for you to share it with a friend or subscribe so that you can stay up to date on the latest studies. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.